2: All Rapport Podcast Network.
1: What is up Auburn family welcome back to the uptempo podcast Wednesday edition countdown to kick off episode number two once a week we're bringing on a special guest to preview some topics of the upcoming Auburn football season you see him right there man Caleb Jones from rivals.com we are gonna talk some recruiting today man recruiting edition Caleb how you doing buddy
0: I'm doing well how, are you, how about y'all uh,
1: we're fired up man doing we're fired good. up to have you dude. we got big cat on the horizon we've got some of these commitments kind of starting to roll in we wanted to get your thoughts brother Blake you all right down there tonight.
2: Yeah, fellas, how y'all doing? Uh, I'm I'm hanging in here, uh, just trying to fight through the weather down here in Mobile, Alabama. Hey. Uh, it's been it's been sloppy down here, fellas, but uh, we're here to talk some Auburn recruiting, and I'm excited to get it going.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Caleb, we're going to get right into it, man. Let's start off. We got the commitment this week out of Malik Blockton, the younger brother of Marcus Harris. Earlier in the week, we had the commitment from DJ Barber, a guy that we've been hearing about for a long time. What do you see in these guys, man?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of potential there. Uh, DJ Barber out of Clay Chalkville, really good, talented player. Uh, and then Malik Blockton is going to be really interesting because he can play a lot of places along the defensive line. That's kind of what Pike Road is going to try and do with him this year is just kind of move him around, uh, keep, keep the opponents guessing for Malik Blockton. Um, but both of those guys rated as four stars uh, according to us. So uh, I think there's a lot of potential for both of those guys. I think those, those are two guys that just really love Auburn. And really believe in what Hugh Freeze is trying to build there. Um, so those are those were two phenomenal pickups, really good uh, because they were in-state pickups. Uh, mm-hmm. You didn't see a ton of those in last year's class, and so there's already seven, I believe, in this year's class, which is absolutely huge. You got to start winning some of these in-state battles. Uh, so picking up Barber and and Blockton, those are those are two big wins for Hugh Freeze and company. Mm.
1: The thing that fired me up about Blockton was I was starting to get concerned. I've been kind of voicing it on the podcast is that we're getting into this process, man. And that was our first commitment on either side of the line of scrimmage. Who are some other guys on the defensive line that we could be looking at? And do you think that we're close to getting any of these guys?
0: Defensive line, is that what you said? Yes, sir. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of guys uh, name-wise. T.J. Lindsey's a name that kind of jumps off, uh, off the sheet of paper right now, just off the bat just, that I can think of. Right now, there's there's definitely a lot of other guys that I can't that I can't really think of uh, right off the top of my head. But TJ Lindsey is definitely one guy that Auburn's going after. They they hosted him uh, for an official visit uh, in June. I think he's he think he's getting close to like closing in. I think he's got like four schools that are kind of really sticking out to him uh, on the defensive line. Kind of uh, another guy, I guess that Auburn might use off as off the line, kind of like a like a Jack linebacker position, is DeMarcus Riddick, uh, the outside linebacker uh, out of Clanton, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you count that, it's kind of kind of coming off the edge. But there's some other guys that I can't quite think of the, the name. There's right Franklin, my right? My the back. kid,
1: his last name is Franklin. I know Tennessee's after him hard.
0: That's right. Yeah, Cam Franklin. Okay, there we go. Yeah, there's a name. Thank you. Yeah, Cam's <laughs> down to five schools. Auburn's one of those five. He's out of Mississippi, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm uh that that would be a huge get you know uh coach Garrett has those Mississippi connections both him and Freeze being from Mississippi yeah. uh that's a huge part in in recruiting It's just kind of being able to relate to those kids and so the fact that Garrett and Hugh Freeze can kind of relate to him both being from Mississippi having that background uh that could play a huge role in Auburn's recruitment of him
1: are you hearing anything as far as like a number three or four guys down there maybe
0: like as far as like just total yeah they're, they're trying to bring it into,
1: into the class yeah out of the rings.
0: Uh, just, just I would genuinely put it probably around three or four yeah like there there there's gonna there's they're gonna need to add some guys on the defensive line so I think at this point um there's probably a number that they're shooting for but I think right now it's gonna be like more is better than less Um mm-hmm. like it's it's gonna be they're gonna try and probably get as many as they can right now and then and see what goes from there.
1: What are you thinking about linebackers? Cause so you got two committed, and you just mentioned um, Demarcus Reddick, a guy that they're gonna, they definitely are gonna take no matter what. But we're also hearing about Watt Simmons, and I know that his recruitment has really jumped up, and I believe that his, uh, what is it, his father has a connection with Josh Aldridge. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I, so, think it, I think so. So, do you think that we would take four linebackers, or are both those guys to take as well? With you already having the two committed that we do?
0: Yeah, I would, I would think so. I think that you do take Wyatt Simmons. And obviously, you would take Riddick. I mean, in a heartbeat, right. you would take Riddick. <laughs> but yeah, I do think I think you would take Wyatt Simmons uh, for sure.
1: How? What are you hearing all, Riddick? Because he's coming to Big Cat, correct?
0: I think so. Yes, and then I think c- he is committing three days before. Up.
1: What'd you say? His commitment date is three days before, right? That's what or what he announced anyway. I mean, it probably will get pushed back, but then he's coming to Big Cat. So how are we feeling?
0: We'll we'll see. Um, I don't I don't like Auburn's chances right now with Riddick. I think if there is a flip that does happen, I think it's a flip to Alabama. I think that's more likely than than Auburn right now. Um so it's not it's not looking great, but you know, if he shows up at Big Cat, that's that's a good sign, I guess, but we'll we'll see how that one kind of unfolds. But as of now, I don't I don't see Riddick coming to Auburn. Mm.
1: Well, that's a bummer, Blake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're just we're just you know we've been hearing that it's kind of it may be turning a certain kind of way there. Um, Blake, you had a question about what's the DB committing Saturday, right? Why we're still over here on defense, Crawford, I believe.
2: Yeah, Jalen Crawford, man. Uh, how do you how do you feel about him? I know it's down between uh, LSU and Florida, and we know everything uh, that that Florida's putting the pressure on him uh, with their DB coach down there. We know that he has put a ton of kids in the league uh do you think Jalen comes to Auburn uh does he commit this Saturday to the Tigers
0: it was interesting because with Jalen he originally was supposed to make his announcement on July 4th of where he was going and I believed at that point like it was going to be Auburn and then it's like you said Florida put a lot of pressure on him postponed that a little bit But I still do think that Auburn is the school to beat for Jalen Crawford. I I do think that he will end up at Auburn. Um, Now, whether or not he announces that, we'll see on Saturday. Um, But even with the postponement, I think it was just to kind of explore some other opportunities, kind of listen to what Florida has to say a little bit more. But I I do think Auburn still remains the school to beat for Jalen Crawford.
2: Do you think Kay and Lee has had a hand in that with how close they are?
0: Maybe. Uh, I mean, they, they, these are guys, like everybody talks, you know, so it's, yeah. it's a recruitment process. Uh, I think that official visit that, that Crawford went on well, went a long way back mm-hmm. in June. But I mean, it, it, that does help, you know, it certainly does help to kind of have you, you, these guys, I mean, they talk a lot. They everybody's mm-hmm. going to talk. Everybody knows, like, wh- who, who people are, like, they know where, they know where these guys like and where they don't like, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, Obviously, if you're if you're K and Lee and, and you're anybody at Auburn, you're gonna keep pushing for Crawford no matter what to to come to Auburn. Hmm.
1: Where does he project? Like as far as he is he a safety? Is he a DB? Nickel? Kind of? What's his role gonna be? Where's he project to the next level?
0: I wrote about it in one of my stories. I don't want to like hold on. Let me let me.
2: Oh. <laughs> He out of it. he's good he's okay
1: we'll get Kayla back. We'll back in a second but uh um, yeah. yeah blake so one thing about man is we really need to uh there, there we go
0: okay i was trying to look it up because <laughs> i don't want to be wrong i wrote about it in one of my stories i don't remember off the top of my head and it did take me out of this thing so oh you're good um, i don't want to misspeak or anything but i do believe he projects more as a db uh than a safety
1: I got you. Well, yeah, hey, go check it out on Rivals.com. Caleb's got that story up. You can read all about it. You got anything else to play for Switch over here to offense?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, well, this is having to do with offense. Different uh transition, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Caleb, I wanted to ask you, with with losing Cam Coleman to A&M, uh, the kid from right there in Benjamin Russell, uh, Malcolm Simmons, uh, is he the guy that would possibly replace a Cam Coleman uh, in in that 2024 class?
0: Uh, I don't think
2: I don't think Malcolm Simmons
0: uh, like necessarily replaces Cam Coleman because mm-hmm. it, it's hard to replace a guy like Cam Coleman. Yeah. But I do think this definitely makes things more interesting with Malcolm Simmons because mm-hmm. I what I a way that I the way that I see it is you have Cam Coleman and Perry Thompson, right? Those are your two receivers that you really are pushing hard for that you really want, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Cam Coleman commits to A&M, that doesn't necessarily mean, like, oh, it's over. Auburn's still going to, you know, recruit Coleman for – until the moment that he signs, Auburn's going to recruit him really hard, okay? Um, but when you do see Coleman commit to A&M, it, it does kind of get something going, I think, to where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, does Simmons move up on the board now a little bit? And I think, I think it does have a little bit of an impact on that. But another but another factor in, in Malcolm Simmons' recruitment, I think, is Perry Thompson and, and where he ultimately decides uh, to go, whether that's Auburn or Alabama. It's going to be one of those two. Uh, so I, I, I think it's, there's some outside factors when it comes to Malcolm Simmons.
2: Caleb, I know me, me and Dustin, we, we both uh, – Perry Thompson, we're super high on him. Where does this – Oh, we lost Oh, he's back. I I got a phone call. I Okay, all right. Uh, We're both high on Perry, man. I'm from Mobile down here. Uh, I've gotten to watching play and everything. Uh, Where do we sit with Perry, and how do you feel? And and a part two to this question is, what is it going to take for Auburn to finally flip a guy of this stature uh, from Alabama? Yeah, I
0: like where Auburn sits with Perry Thompson right now. Uh, I do. I think they've got a lot of momentum going mm-hmm. with him right now, um just kind of getting as far as you know getting him on campus a bunch, keeping in consistent contact with him and I do kind of feel like things might be trending like upwards with him as far as you know where he might go and and how he might flip from alabama um so yeah, I do like kind of where Auburn sits with him right now,
2: mm, man, that would be uh. That would be monumental <laughs> for the Auburn Tigers, uh, Dustin. You got anything over there on the offensive side of the ball? Let's
1: say that Perry, we could we get out a Big Cat weekend, and he's still committed to Bama. Do we start to worry, or is it kind of the same thing with Cam Coleman? They're recruiting him to the last day anyway.
0: You're going to recruit to the last day, or until until Perry says, "Hey, right. I'm 100 percent Alabama. Thanks, guys, but I'm mm. I'm done. I'm shutting it down." Right. Um, that's that's like the last. That's the last straw. That's when you you stop recruiting is when a kid is, hey, I'm shutting down everything. I appreciate it. Um, And and Perry Thompson, you know, even if he were to flip to Auburn, I'll add this, Alabama's going to do the same thing. Alabama's going to continue to try and and convince him to come back uh, to Tuscaloosa and and come back to Alabama. So that's going to be one that's going to go down the signing day, I think, you know, even if he's committed to Alabama, even if he's committed to Auburn, you know. It's just going to be one of those things.
1: Do you think that's goal number one for this staff? Big cat weekend is come out of there with a Perry Thompson flip.
0: I, I think it's high on the list. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of uh, <laughs> right. going to be a lot yeah. of things that Auburn's looking to do. This this is a this is going to be a really big big cat weekend. Mm. It's probably going to be the the biggest one in the most recent years as far as mm, mm, mm. caliber of players that you're going to see actually on campus and goals for what Auburn wants to kind of come out of Big Cat Weekend with, you know, Uh, Perry Thompson flip would be fantastic if, if (laughs) Auburn were were able to pull that off, I think, Um, you know, get it, get the Marcus Riddick in there as well. You know, just everything, everything that Big Cat Weekend is about is about making these kids want to go to Auburn and Mm -hmm. just try and recruit them as best as you can.
1: Absolutely. Um, Still zero commitments, Caleb. Zero commitments on the offensive line. I wanted to ask you specifically about a guy like Reese Baker, just kind of – I've heard his name now for, for so long, and it, it, I hear different things about, well, he may be kind of holding off, maybe the staff's kind of holding off. Um, kind of what are you hearing on Reese Baker? What's the, what's the truth of that recruitment? And who were some guys – because I know that one thing that I've been hearing is that it's just not as deep in these areas that Auburn would normally recruit as far as offensive linemen go. Defensive line, too, but like offensive linemen in the state of Alabama this year. Georgia, just not as deep as it normally would be. And hell, Georgia's come in and scooped up everyone that they want anyway. Um, where, where, man, I know we're kind of looking outside the box. We had kids from Hawaii coming on uh, OVs. We've had kids from California. And I wanted to ask you about that kid's recruitment as well. Just kind of what are we looking like on this O-line, man? Because it seems like we saw Jake Thornton when he came in, crushed in the portal. We saw him flip some guys like Connor Liu, get some guys out of high school. And then here we are again in this class, still kind of scratching our heads, saying, wait, I thought we had this offensive line stuff out of high school fixed. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel with this With this class?
0: Yeah, I think so. There's still plenty of time, I think, to get guys that you want. You know, Reese Baker may be a guy that you, you wait a little bit to kind of see what he does this season. Um, and see how that progresses see how the relationship progresses see if he develops things that maybe you want him to work on or something like that you know right uh, but it's like you mentioned like with the with this year's class not being in, incredibly deep you kind of have to think outside the box a little bit uh, with yeah. guys like uh, Preston Tamua uh, DeAndre Carter from the west coast and both of those guys uh, like it's it's pretty it's a, it's pretty impressive I think to to get somebody from the West Coast to take an official visit uh, to <laughs> Auburn. I, I don't really I don't think that happened much over the last 2 years or since I've started covering recruitment which which hasn't been like incredibly long. Um but yeah, there there's still plenty of guys left on kind of the uh, left on the board, you know. A lot of guys that haven't made their decision yet, haven't really narrowed things down. There's still plenty of time. I don't think it's it's not time to hit the panic button uh, or anything like that. And Jake Thornton, you saw him last last season. He works late sometimes, you know. He has those late yeah. night flipping guys like Connor Lou, and Connor Lou's gonna be a stud, man. Like I, yes. I think this guy's gonna be incredible. Uh, so it's gonna be one of those where it's not time to hit the panic button just yet. Uh, there's still plenty of guys out there that Auburn can go and, and get
1: how you feeling about um how you feeling about bryce Kane? because me and blake and blake's actually seen him play blake like you said he's down there in mobile we just think mm-hmm. that it's uh just hadn't played a lot of ball right and that he's definitely going to get that four star i know he got a four star from another service do you think he's going to end up with that four star with y'all when it's all said and done
0: i i can imagine so i mean we want we watched him play at the elite camp and there were like no dbs that were able to stop this guy he was mm. incredibly fast he's just incredibly agile and he moves really good um yeah going to be a good he's going to be a good slot receiver i think auburn like auburn got auburn got a good a good player in bryce Kane, and he's super nice too like he's just he's just the nicest kid in the world so uh yeah i really like the bryce kane pickup i think that's going to be a guy you know as as, as time goes on he's only going to get better and he's already really good so it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to kind of see what he does because he it's like you mentioned he hasn't been playing football long so we'll see how he develops and i think it's going to develop quite nicely
1: that's the point I've been making, Caleb. You say – and I'll, I'll let you get in here, Blake. I don't want to let this go, mm-hmm. though. I've, I've been saying that it seems like with these kids, Hugh Freeze is recruiting a certain type of kid. And I hear you say that with about Bryce. Just he's a nice guy. And I, I look at and uh, the kid that just committed. I hear nothing but positive things about his character. We've all seen Walker White give his interviews. It just seems like a lot of these guys – are you noticing a certain theme here? It seems like a lot of this is, is kids that got their stuff together, man.
0: The, yeah, the theme is I think you're you're seeing a lot of kids that, that want to play at Auburn and are just really excited about Hugh Freeze and like what Auburn's future looks like. Um and I, I think when in last year I don't think there was that that vision or that that thought process that, hey, Auburn is gonna build its way back. I don't there were there were a lot of kids that you that would you talk to that as long as that former staff was not was there there was not a chance that they were going to auburn because they can see it just like we can see it they know when things are getting bad they know when they're going they're getting worse and they don't want to go somewhere where it's going to get worse they want to go somewhere where it's going to get better and yeah. so i think a lot of these kids that you've seen commit to auburn believe that it's going to get better and believe that Hugh Freeze is the
2: guy hmm uh, Caleb, let me, let me hop in here real quick. My, my buddy, Trent Jackson, uh, he is up around the Wetumpka area and he is a big time Auburn fan, man. Uh, he wants to know about two guys, uh, Alvin Henderson in the 2025 class and Jacaleb Falk. Uh, where does Auburn sit on both of those guys? He said that he's scared that the younger Falk brother could be, uh, feeling some Alabama love. So, uh, where do we sit on those?
0: I'll start with, uh, Alvin Henderson just because Alvin, Alvin was on campus a lot in the summertime. Um, Mm. and he's got a ton of offers. He's really talented. Uh, one thing that Alvin really likes is Auburn's history of in-state running backs and just kind of what they've been able to do with those. Mm. Uh, like with, with Cadillac Williams and Cadillac Williams is a guy that, you know, Alvin Henderson has gotten to know really well. And that have kind of bonded to over being from Alabama, kind of being from the same area. Um, so Auburn, Auburn sits really high with Alvin Henderson. It's still really early in his recruitment, yeah. and a lot of schools are gonna push really hard for him. Uh, you know, as it as it gets down to it. Um, and then switching over to JJ Falk, just released his top five. I think it's, it's Alabama, Auburn, I think Georgia, Florida, and maybe South Carolina that fifth one. I'm yeah. not, I don't don't quote me on that. It's on his Twitter, but I think I think Auburn and Alabama are gonna be the two schools that it's is gonna come down to. Mm-hmm. And, and I've talked with JJ, and it's for him. It's, it's he wants to pave his own path, and that may mm-hmm. Auburn may be on his path, you know. But it may be Alabama, it may be somewhere else. But Auburn, it's still really early, and Auburn does have a really good shot at, at landing both of those guys because they're in early. They have been recruiting them for a while. Uh, obviously, Keldrick has that, you know, big brother and can tell JJ how it is. And that can be really insightful in people's recruitments, and and just kind of having somebody to tell you what it's like, uh, what it's going to actually be like once you get in the program. Not all the, not everything that you want to hear, but everything you need to hear, kind of deal. But it's still early, but Auburn does stand really high with both of those guys.
2: Love that, love that, Dustin.
1: Well, uh, staying in the running back room, there's the, I was trying to find his name here. I couldn't. I couldn't get to it. The uh, He's committed to Louisville. And now I know oh, yeah. that we're kinda we're kinda after him here. Um what are you hearing on that one? What's the kid's name?
0: Uh I don't remember his name off the top of my head. I think and he'll see- be a big cat though. I think that's one of those guys that's that's yeah. gonna be a big cat. Auburn Auburn is looking, I think, to add a second running back Auburn yeah. Auburn might like one two punch mm-hmm. at running back. You know, last year was Tank and then Jarquez. This year it's gonna be Jarquez and, and probably Damari Austin or Jeremiah Cobb. Um but yeah, I think Auburn's looking to add a second running back. It's kind of a guy that they they jumped on a little later, I think, than, than usual. But Auburn and Louisville are, are two very very similar but very different programs. You know, uh, they're very different in the fact that Auburn's in, in the SEC. You know, which is it's tough to it's tough to beat the SEC as far as competition level. Damn. You know, but it'll be a big cat, so we'll kind of see where Auburn stands uh, after that.
1: And it definitely seems like they're trying to get somebody because Fats a bruiser, right? And it definitely seems like they're trying to get a guy to kind of complement fat style and is more of that speed back. At least, at least that's what I see from the guys they're bringing in. Blake had mentioned 2025. I wanted to ask you a question about 2025 class, and then I got one more for you and will let you get out of here, Caleb. Um, it would seem to me like Hugh Freeze is the kind of guy that's going to identify his quarterbacks pretty early. Looking at this 2025 class, is there anybody that you, that you think that the staff has kind of narrowed in on and somebody that we should be looking out for?
0: Yeah, Walker White is the, the 24 guy. They, they got in on him early. So I Yeah, for sure, I think they're going to target a 25 quarterback. There's, there's still a lot of lot of quarterbacks kind of on the board. Um, Antoine Hill is one that's seen campus a, a minute. Um, there's another one out of Mississippi. I forget his name. K.J. Lacey, the, the, the Texas commit. Yeah. You know, we throw throwing the ball to Ryan Williams. Um, but he's mm-hmm. really talented, and so I don't think they'll give up on him. But there's there's still a ton of guys out there that you know Auburn will probably what I can see is probably happening is you know Auburn will probably focus in more on that 25 quarterback once this 24 class is kind of wrapped up and see what's going on there because you know your 25 quarterback your quarterback that's the leader of the class automatically you know right um, receivers want to know who who's throwing the ball to them offensive linemen want to know who they're going to be blocking for that kind of thing so yeah I, I expect Auburn to definitely get a jump on their their 25 quarterback yeah for sure
1: uh last one i got for you caleb when we look back at last year and you had kind of mentioned earlier that you haven't been doing this too long but you've been doing it a couple years now so you saw what the last staff was i'm not asking you to you know crap on them or anything like that but Mm -hmm. just kind of what is what is the difference that you see as far as like energy around recruiting specifically and then one thing i know that the staff took so much heat for last year was the in-season recruiting strategy. We all know by now that the coordinators had to stay in Auburn on Friday for meetings. They weren't allowed to go out on the road, whatever that whole situation was. Um, What do you think it's going to look like this year in the season? Because it's not going to turn down at all, right? Like they're going to be at these games Friday night. They're going to be getting you know, – they're going to be hustling. Um, So what do you think that looks like? Just a Hugh Freeze-led recruiting, I guess, push in the season. What will that look like uh, going forward?
0: Yeah, one thing we've already seen Hugh Freeze do is just be present and just really communicate that he wants these kids to play for Auburn. And the last step I don't think I don't think Brian Harson did a very good job of being present, you know, just making himself known and making himself like active in in these kids recruitment and, and actively, you know, taking calls from them whenever they needed it. And so I think that's that's one thing you're gonna see this fall. And you've already seen it, you know, when, they, when they've been allowed to go out on the road, they're hitting the road, they're throwing out graphics of where they're going. They're, they're traveling. This coaching staff is traveling to go see these kids and work and, and build these relationships uh, with them. And that, that's going to carry over into the season, no question, uh, you know, as far as, you know, going out and then watching these kids play and just, just being there, you know. I think it's, it's so important that these kids see these coaches at, the, at their games. You look up in the you look up in the stands and you see, you know, Coach Freeze there, you know, or a coordinator or whoever your primary recruiting guy is, it, it shows that hey, he cares enough about me to come to my game and spend his Friday night, even though they have an eleven AM kickoff the next right. morning. But he he drove the two hours to come watch me play. It means so much to these kids and that's it's such an important part of recruiting is, is being present and being active. And I think that's been the main difference between the last staff and this staff. It's just how, how active they've been as far as making these kids feel like a priority and not necessarily like, you know, hey, we want kids that want to play for Auburn, but we also want kids that we want to play for Auburn, you know?
1: Yeah,
2: 100%. Caleb, uh, w- one last one last question before we do let you get out of here, man, is, is like I said, I'm from Mobile. Uh, the best player in the state of Alabama uh, is right here at Sarah Land uh, in that 25 class. Man, do you think there is any shot Auburn still has a chance with Ryan Williams?
0: Yeah, I yeah I think there's a shot for sure. Okay, every I think with the twenty five class, it's so early on, mm-hmm. and recruiting is changing so much, especially nowadays. There's all there's absolutely always a shot. I think with with a twenty five at this point, um, you can get in. You can you can recruit now. Is it a slim shot? Maybe. Is it a is it a long shot? Sure, why not? We'll say it is for now, but it's there's definitely still a chance, and you're not you're never gonna stop recruiting a guy like Ryan Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of just I mean he how talented is he is, and you've seen him at Mobile, and yeah. it, it's crazy how good he is. So mm. you can't stop recruiting him. They're not gonna stop recruiting him. There's there's absolutely a shot that they they could pull off a flip at some point.
2: Good deal. Good man, deal. Man,
1: got to love that. Well, yeah. Caleb, we really appreciate your time, brother. Uh, plug whatever you got to plug, man. Where can people find you?
0: Yeah, for sure. AuburnSports.com. Uh, that's where all of my writing is. Uh, so if you want to know uh, where Jalen Crawford is playing, that's that's where it is. <laughs> I can't remember it. So go go look it up there. Uh, the latest story. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter uh, at J underscore Rivals, I believe, is my Twitter handle. So you go follow me there. Uh, for some fun stuff. But yeah, that is that's what we got. So yeah, man. Y'all
1: go check Caleb out. Uh Brian Matthews, I've been reading y'all stuff, man. Brian Matthews is good as well. So go check out Rivals, man. They got st- uh good stuff. And y'all know the deal for us, man. Home field apparel, go in there up tempo. All caps, get 15% off. Blake, you got anything before we get out of here, brother?
2: I'm good, man. I just wanted to uh, say War Damn Eagle. Yes, and uh this'll this will wrap it up for this episode. We will see y'all Friday morning, 10 a.m live on YouTube. Holler at you. What am.